Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Find Your Model Health, the official podcast for those looking to optimize their long-term health and weight goals and understand how their body really works. I am your host, I am Shemaine Linney, I'm a fitness and nutrition expert, certified iridologist and biohacker. I hope you're keeping very well today on this sunny April afternoon. I hope you all had a lovely Easter and I want to thank you for spending a little bit of your day with me learning and hopefully you do learn. We're looking at saffron today because it came up in conversation with a lovely client and her use for saffron and I was mentioning all the benefits of it and figured, you know what, let's do an episode on this. So we're going to look at the benefits or health benefits of using saffron. But before I go on, I must remind you that the information in these podcast episodes is for informational purposes only and should not be taken as medical advice. Please consult your health practitioner before making any lifestyle changes. Okay, so saffron. Most recognize saffron as being the most expensive spice in the world. If you want a really good quality saffron, you're going to be paying a lot of money. And uh, In some places, you can be paying up to $5,000 for one pound of saffron. Now, a pound is a lot of it, but that's quite a tag or a price tag on that. Um, and the reason for this price tag is because it's so labor intensive to make saffron. So saffron is harvested by hand from the crocus sativus flower, which is more commonly known as saffron crocus. So the saffron part of that applies to the stigma of the flower, and that's what is used to make the spice itself. So it originated in Greece where it was revered for its medicinal properties. People would eat saffron to enhance libido or boost their mood or improve their cognitive performance. But I feel over the decades, for most people, the benefits of saffron have been lost. And we more think of it as uh, an acquired taste for the more refined palate and just it's a spice and it's expensive and I don't actually know a lot of people that even use saffron that much in my group or in my circle of clients we would consider saffron to be fairy dust so it's magic that we would use to enhance our meals and make them more medicinal so let's look at some of the benefits um, to saffron. I'm going to start with the antioxidant potential of saffron because I like to always be looking at the health aspect in regards to oxidation and reducing aging and inflammation. So that's where antioxidants come in. So saffron contains an impressive variety um, of antioxidants that help scavenge free radicals, they help prevent rusting in our body, so that's that oxidation 
helps improve blood flow and reduce inflammation. So some of the antioxidants found in saffron are crocetin, uh, safranol, and camphorol. You may have heard of camphorol before as a powerful antioxidant. So both the crocetin and another one called crocin, these are carotenoid pigments. That's what gives saffron its red color. And you'll have heard of carotenoids referred to carrots most likely before, and even orange and red peppers and tomatoes, they give them their red and orange colors. But these two specific compounds may have a lot of benefits in regards to anti-aging and um, improving cognitive performance and memory recall and stuff because of their antioxidant potential in reducing inflammation across the body. So when we look at the brain health in that aspect, saffron has been shown to improve mood and treat depressive symptoms. So that crocin and crocetin, these carotenoids, they both have shown to be had uh, antidepressant properties in many studies. One such study looked at the effects of crocus sativus and its constituents on the nervous system. So your central nervous system directly goes up to your brain and helps control how we respond to different stressors in life. There was another study looking at the antidepressant aspect of saffron um, and this one showed that saffron in itself particularly the petals this was titled a review of the dietary flavonoid camphorol on human health and cancer chemo prevention it doesn't sound like it has anything to do with depression, but when you check out that study, we see that not only is there the anti-cancer properties, but there's also the antidepressant properties of it. So saffron, whether you know this or not, I didn't know this until I started to do my research, is also known as the sunshine spice. So what do we know about sun and depression? Well, sun and vitamin D and those UVA rays and the warmth, these have a big impact on our mental health. I'm sure many of you will have heard of seasonal affective disorder. Well, saffron is sun, sun in a spice, shall we say, because it's been touted to help improve your mood as well. Now, not just from those other studies regarding antidepressants, but there were other studies that found taking 30 milligrams of saffron a day was just as effective as cytoplam and fluoxetine. And these are conventional treatments that we use for depression. So the people also taking this 30 milligrams of saffron, they experienced fewer side effects, obviously, from saffron compared to those medicinal treatments. Um, so we've got that saffron improves how we're feeling overall, our mood, our cognitive performance may help with depression. I mentioned there in passing there's anti-cancer 
properties to saffron and part of that is because of those high antioxidants that help neutralize these harmful free radicals. So think of free radicals as uh, ping pong balls and when they get into your body they just they're radical they go crazy they just bounce around banging off everything breaking stuff knocking stuff over they just mess everything up whereas antioxidants can neutralize these ping pong balls and just stop them from causing so much damage and breaking everything in the house if you think of it like that and free radical damage has been linked to a lot of chronic diseases including cancer um, <coughs> In test tube studies, saffron and its compounds have been shown to selectively kill colon cancer cells and suppress their growth while leaving normal cells unharmed. And I have a couple of, shall we say, cancer clients and one specifically currently going through uh, colon cancer treatment. And if you guys want to check out this study, it's on PubMed and it's titled Crocin from Crocus Sativus Possesses Significant Anti-Proliferation Effects on Human Colorectal Cancer Cells and that there is from 2007. So these are interesting aspects to saffron that I would say most people are not aware of and it can be a very beneficial tool especially on our journey to optimizing our health both now and in the long term. So another benefit and this does go back to the antioxidant aspect and the flavonoids is saffron may help with PMS um, and part of that is the anti-inflammatory aspect but there was another study that showed that it helps with the emotional and psychological symptoms as well. So in women aged 20 to 45, taking 30 milligrams of saffron daily was more effective than a placebo at treating PMS symptoms such as irritability and headaches and weepiness and cravings and then even pain with that anti-inflammatory aspect of things, excuse me. Um, this next one, I, I pause because I, I do think people may know this, is that saffron is an aphrodisiac. So aphrodisiacs are foods or smells that, or even supplements that help to boost your libido or your sex drive. So studies have shown that saffron has aphrodisiac properties. I think this is like I said one aspect of saffron that has been passed down through generations and many people not most people but many people know this so again we're in that 30 milligram range which seems to be where all the studies are that showed taking 30 milligrams of saffron daily over four weeks significantly improved erectile of erectile function over a placebo in men with antidepressant related erectile dysfunction so there is that antidepressant aspect again but there's also the antioxidants and helping with blood flow and circulation which is very important for erections obviously and the nitric oxide aspect of things as well and then in women with low sex drive or libido desire due to taking antidepressants 
again, that 30 milligram range of saffron daily over four weeks reduced sex-related pain and increased sexual desire and lubrication compared to a placebo. This in itself, this last aspect of helping women in itself, even if you were not looking for that increased sex drive or libido aspect of things, what I just mentioned there is it reduces sex-related pain and improves or increases lubrication. Now, as women do get older, this can be a real problem and this can be why relationships, marriages start to suffer or struggle because as sex becomes more painful for a woman, why would you want to do it? Why would you want to do anything that hurts you? So it can really be a big turnoff for women to have intercourse and that obviously then is going to affect the marriage or the relationship because if it's hurting you all the time, you're not going to one want to do it, but if you do do it, you're not going to enjoy it. And then where's the fun in that? Because part of it is the bonding and the pleasure and the hormone release. So saffron may be something here that can be very helpful. Um, and I talk about maca, specifically Peruvian maca for helping with these things too. If you pair saffron and maca together, you may have a very powerful potion right there to support you in these areas of reproductive health. So next we've got um, saffron because of its spice in itself. Saffron will stimulate the vagus nerve. It will stimulate digestive enzymes and gastric juices and support all these very important aspects of being on a health journey, but not only that, on some sort of fat loss journey or weight loss journey. Those aspects are very important to losing weight. But also, there's other research that shows that saffron may help prevent snacking by curbing your appetite. And it just so happens earlier that I did a post in my master's forum just reminding people, yes, you can burn fat in between meals, but if you snack, you're going to impair that action. It's not going to happen. This is why I'm against snacking. Now, saffron may help prevent snacking by curbing your appetite. In one eight-week study, women taking saffron supplements felt significantly more full, snacked less frequently, and lost significantly more weight than women in the placebo group. And again, that could be partially due to upregulation of those digestive enzymes and gastric juices, but also stimulation of digestive hormones like um, PYY and leptin, which help our brain recognize that when we're when we're satiated, basically. So if you look at how saffron supports cognitive performance and brain health, and now we're looking at, okay, well, if it helps with digestive action as well and the release of digestive hormones, then maybe apart from the whole digestive aspect, maybe the brain now is also picking up on those hormonal signals a lot better as well. So there's a lot to considered there. And as everything, the body is one big system. It's not always just one thing. There's usually multiple actions that are happening. 
but if you want to check out that study it's from 2010 and it's crocus sativus l extract reduces snacking and increases satiety in a randomized placebo controlled study of mildly overweight healthy women now, if what I've said so far isn't encouraging you to get more saffron into your diet, then I don't know what's going on. I definitely am eager now to add more saffron into my diet as part of my fairy dust regimen. So a few more things before I wrap this up, because I really don't like keeping these episodes too long, because I know people get distracted and we have stuff to do. So, apart from saffron is quite easy to add to your diet. If you're one of my clients, we've discussed how easy fairy dust is already or getting in dense nutrition and micronutrients and medicinal aspects of nutrition into your diet is really easy. Um, a few other things, saffron can help reduce or may help reduce heart disease risk, so cardiovascular issues and uh, may help prevent blood vessel and arteries from clogging may potentially lower cholesterol, improves insulin sensitivity, um, may improve eyesight in adults, which is actually a bigger problem than most people are aware of. Most people think that as you get older, you're just, your eyesight or your macular health declines, and that's not true unless it's a real genetic thing. And even at that, genetics are only 5% of the outcome. Um, macular degeneration is a real thing and most of the time it is due to this inflammation and oxidation that I'm always talking about. Saffron appears to improve eyesight in adults with age-related macular degeneration and protect against those free radicals again which cause that inflammation and oxidation. You know, not everything is definite in life. There's a lot we can control and do and change ourselves. And then what I mentioned about may help with insulin sensitivity and blood sugar levels, that then coincides with may improve um, memory in adults with Alzheimer's disease. So obviously blood sugars and insulin sensitivity have a big connection there with Alzheimer's disease, but also the benefits I spoke about, cognitive performance and brain health. So in summary, saffron is really easy to add to your diet. You can also get it in supplement form. It seems like all the studies, all the benefits there seem to be looking at 30 milligrams daily. Uh, for at least four weeks to start to see the benefits and the rewards. Um, we have lots and lots of benefits as I've listed. The biggest thing is going to be that antioxidant capacity there seems to be quite strong and it has the extra benefits of the carotenoids that not all foods that are high in antioxidants have because they don't have that beautiful red color. So saffron does have a nice subtle taste and aroma. So obviously that's going to enhance the flavor of your diet and variety as well. Um, it pairs well with savory dishes and generally there's no reason why you shouldn't there's no like saffron is safe with little to no side effects 
make sure to purchase from a reputable brand or store and obviously avoid counterfeit or over-processed or adulterated products. Um, and added in, it can be a powerful spice, high in antioxidants with all those benefits. I know many of you are going to be interested in reduced PMS symptoms and enhanced weight loss because that seems to be where it's at now. But I cannot emphasize enough on the importance of getting these types of foods into your diet to support long-term health, regeneration, stem cell production, performance, just optimizing everything. I did a video last week in my master's group before I let you go. Those of you that are in there, go watch it again. And just emphasizing the important on, importance of these micronutrients and sirtuin foods and modbiotics and uh, superfoods and getting them into your diet because they're going to cover areas of your health that you may not get in macronutrients. Now obviously that depends on what macronutrients you're eating. If you're eating liver that's going to have a lot of nutrition but in general for most people they're not doing that. So you're missing this huge component on supporting overall optimal health when you're not adding in foods and spices like this to your diet. So I hope you found that helpful and educational and if you do start to add saffron into your diet let me know. Uh, I'd be interested to know what recipes you used. Obviously easy to add to curries, uh, omelets, pretty easy to add saffron in. You can even get good cupcake recipes that'll have saffron in there. Like the options I think are limited to your imagination, but I would like to know where you add it in. So if you want to let me know, reach out to me through Facebook or Instagram or my website. I think most of you know that's shamansmodelhealth.com. Otherwise, enjoy the rest of your week. If you haven't subscribed to my podcast already on whatever platform you're listening to, please do. And I will chat to you guys real soon. Bye-bye.